It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent, the show critically crapped on, the show that has lasted longer than anybody thought. That's what Chris Tyler just or said hoped. to me, in the, or <laughs> hoped, that's what Eddie Erickson said, but the show is still here. For now, now you were guzzling down the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning. I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, boys. More, more clips. clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. More clips. Never. We got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings of Mad Dog Sports Radio. You let me, the lovable loser from Morning Men, the guy you know, end. No. No. Nope. Guide you through the week that was on <laughs> Channel 82. Now, don't forget to download, subscribe, and follow Babtrick's Morning After. You know where, Ed? Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. Anywhere. You get your podcast. Anywhere. And these are my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed uh, for now. And then there's a producer of Morning After for now as well. Christopher really Tyler, an end. his last show yeah. before he... Heads off on paternity leave, but he will return again in 2022. But who are we kidding? Perhaps the show will be off the air. <laughs> hey, no, no, I, you know what, Babs? This, this show's like the cockroach of shows. No one might like it. It might not have a purpose, but it survives everything. It's already survived oh, a year God. somehow. I think it's just I think it's a year. Stay yeah. More than a year, counting all more the than a year. counting all our uh, yeah. test Wait, shows. This show actually set the record for the amount of test shows. Like, how many test shows for you? All right, this is gonna work. I would think like three. We did twelve. <laughs> yeah, we did twelve at, at test least. shows before we figured out the formula. I mean, this started yeah. in February of 2020. But I like how Chris says it. That is wow. how I built a career. I am the cockroach of Sirius XM. Yeah. I survive everything, at least so far. So far. And Eddie doesn't look like I'm looking at Eddie on Zoom. What Eddie looks like right now seems like these years of morning after <laughs> has taken years <laughs> off of your life. <laughs> This is some look. Eddie's oh, on like man. the three-day bender look. Hey, this is where I wanted to start before we get to the big NFL football season and everything else. I went to an AEW wrestling event Ooh. with my son on Wednesday night. Ah, big father-son <laughs> moment. Oh, yeah, that's what it's all about. <laughs> you know, I did actually have a couple of moments where I like looked at my son. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Look, look at this. I'm taking him during the week to watch a wrestling event. I don't care about school. This is about me and him and bonding. Then I realized, no, that feeling is just the three seltzers I just downed <laughs> in the parking lot. <laughs> That's what that feeling is. That wasn't feeling of parenthood. The booze set up. The booze no, set in. The booze set in, and I'm the happiest man in the world. I can watch anything, and I'd be happy. We went to this wrestling event, and I pull in right away, nice and early, near City Field, the home of the Mets. This is Arthur Ashe Stadium, U.S. Open. Big sign at the first lot, $50 to park. Wow. 50 
50. Wow. And I spent 20 bucks a piece on tickets. So I didn't get free tickets. I would never have paid $70 for a wrestling ticket. So, bucks. all right. 50. We go to the next lot. 50. Now, the U.S. Open didn't around. even charge that much. Yeah, and they got the Mercedes Benz parking lot. <laughs> the parking company more I mean, than I'm, the tickets. That's ridiculous. <laughs> absurd, all right? So I'm, I'm driving my Honda Civic. I drive around to like the chop shop area of Queens. I'm thinking about, let me park here. But then I'm like, this is pretty dangerous. Then I go even further away. Let me park here. Wait a minute. That would be a $20 Uber. Then next thing you know, I'm driving around LaGuardia Airport because I got lost. <laughs> then my son says, why are we here? I don't want to fly to California. I just want to watch wrestling. Why California? That would be great. I ended up, I'm like, all right, screw it. I got to do it. I'm going to have to pay 50 bucks. I'm in a long line. The cops are all the way at the beginning of the line and the beginning of the lot where it starts, where the entrance is. There's a person all the way at the end of the line of cars. I look to my right. There's open spaces in a certain area, but there's cones. The cones have the police do not cross tape and everything else. I look at my son. Aren't those optional? Uh, Exactly. (laughs) I look at my son. I go, you got to get out. Get out real quick and move the cone. We're going to quickly move in to this area before we're at the front of the line. No one's going to see us. We got such distance from the start to the end. I'm not doing that, Dad. I'm nervous. I'm like, I got to do it. I'm not doing it. So I ended up moving a cone. I ran out of the car, moved a cone, ran over one cone, ran over the police tape, parked in this area, and sure enough, brilliant. I got free parking. Isn't that brilliant? <laughs> what kind of message did I send my son? Should I just pay the $50? No. That's, that's no, thinking no, no. outside the box. Thank you That's so the much. right message. Outside of paying for sex, paying for parking is probably one of the worst things you can do. <laughs> It's, 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 I've done both. I know, but it's so humiliating to pay to park. That should just be a right. It's just park. I'm like you. I hate paying for parking. Right. I'll do anything I can to avoid it. And that's brilliant. Just the fact yeah. that you knew you beat the system on parking. Ah, what a win. I loved it. I even walked by the parking attendant. That's how <laughs> cocky I was. And I said, oh, uh, it's going to be a fun uh, night. What a spot. So many cars are in here. <laughs> Meanwhile, my car's on the right. Parked for free. Good job. I thought it was like maybe it was an employee lot. But no, eventually they led cars there. So I just beat him to Good it. Job. They had no idea. Oh, I felt great. Top of the oh. It's all about wins. Then I went into that place and I bought me some beers and I felt great about it. Why? Because I just saved $50 on parking. Free parking, folks. Just as good as wow. free sex. No, maybe sex is That's a That is a rational transaction. You use the $50 you would have spent on the parking for alcohol. Whoa, what a win. Oh my what God. a win. Teaching your kid life lessons he'll never forget. Now, I learn things from Mad Dog Chris Russo each and every week on Mad Dog Unleashed. <laughs> life lessons. Wow. That's right. Something happened this week. Now, uh, Eddie texted me right away, and he said, uh, Haley's Comet just struck. <laughs> And I knew what it I meant. I knew did. what it meant. Haley's comment. Well, that means Mad Dog Chris Russo had a great ring. He woke up. Doesn't happen every day. <laughs> <laughs> but it happened this week. The dog, he came to life. Apparently on Mad Dog Unleashed, there was a caller that brought up some of the NFL past and quarterbacks. Could they survive in that time? And Mad Dog Chris Russo had a moment. It's Haley's comment hitting the <laughs> earth. You guys are there football here in 2020. You know anything about it? 20, Dan Connors, the middle linebacker. Oh, that's such drunk for months. What? My goodness gracious. And you want to talk about great defenses? How about the 62 Packers? Do you want to go there? Compare the Ravens to Willie Davis, to Dave Robinson, to Herb Adderley. You want to go to that crew? And Lombardi and Bengston and all those guys along there, Henry Jordan and all those guys along there, Ray Nitzke, a defense that walked into Yankee Stadium on a cold day and shut down the Giants with Gifford. You want to talk about that defense that went 13-1? and 
And you're talking about the Ravens and some of these defenses? Oh, come on, please. That's not fair. Anybody, any of these quarterbacks go up against those guys who basically uh, skip Thomas? Anybody? Anybody? Don't do that. Not in this show. And compare these no. quarterbacks today <laughs> who are playing domes, turf. You can't touch the wide receiver. Domes. You can't touch the quarterback. You can't do anything. Why don't you guys write a letter to Bill Belichick? Care of the Patriots, <laughs> Foxborough. Here, get what? it. Because, you know, he's looking at Phil middle of the night. He's into it. He loves the history stuff. Why don't you go, guys, write okay. him a letter? And, he, and if you want to write Parcells a letter, give it to me, and I'll get it to him. I'll go down somewhere to find Bill, uh, you know, huh? down in you know Saratoga, you know, down in uh, Jupiter, Florida. I'll have Mike do it. I'll get the letter to I him. Have to write a and letter? you sit there and tell him, Mike? by the way, guys, you got an overrated defense. The Raven defense is better, and the Bear defense is better. And you know hey, what? Mikey, you're not can that you good. You're lucky Bill. you won a Super Bowl. Go, go ahead. Go tell him that. Don't sit there and start ranking these quarterbacks. Because where's Drew Brees? You know, uh, don't do that. Brees would get destroyed by the 75 Steelers. Oh, my God. How about we send Brees and his Saints to Thrivers on a cold day in December on the turf? How? Let's see if he survives it. Uh, what, are you kidding me? do that. Survives it? Retired. He would get destroyed in that game. Oh, my God. How? Let's send Rodgers to, to the Meadowlands in, in 86 against that Giants defense what? and Belichick. If, 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 if in two playoff games, Montana could kick two field goals, how many points do you think Rodgers are scoring? How many points? That's football. <laughs> That's football. Yeah, we're, what is he? He's a football he okay? guy. He's a football guy. And I watched the video, and I implore the people out there in America to go to Twitter at Mad Dog Radio and watch Chris Russo oh. scream. <laughs> At an imaginary man nobody. who's living on the other side of his couch as he just gets closer and closer to the cushions and closer to the edge and starts screaming at this poor invisible man right in his face. <laughs> who's he looking at? Who's he looking at? Otis Stidmore from Mars. Sistrunk. Sistrunk. Sistrunk? Who are these people that he brought up? Skip Thomas. Who's who? Skip Thomas. Isn't that the guy that made Skippy peanut butter? Or the Wendy's guy? Or both? You got to know your history. You are the fan he's yelling at. You're the guy. So I need to know someone who came from the planet Mars? <laughs> that was my favorite one. Otis Sistrunk from Mars. From Mars? Look it up if you don't know it. Look it up. <laughs> It's always 30 years ago, 30 years ago, 30 years ago. But then he's always breaking down people past 30 years. Like he's breaking down the 1970s quarterback. Yeah, this is 50. 30 years this ago, 30 years ago. years ago at this point. He's either got to change it to 50 or he's got to change it to breaking down quarterbacks from the 90s. But his 30 is really 50. 30 years ago. Do your homework. <laughs> there's, a, there's a time lapse there. And it, it's really 50 years ago, which would make him 11. At the time that he claims to have watched all these great defenses, and <laughs> I mean, it is, this is also this That's also point. it also predates ESPN, predates the Red Zone, it predates satellites. Was he living in Pittsburgh? Because if you weren't living in Pittsburgh, you weren't watching every no. single game. And he was eleven, sitting there breaking down some of these teams. And my favorite one is always the '62 Packers. Now he's read so much about that team, I kind of get the feeling that he thinks he's seen it. '62, he was three. Is there anything in your life that you like think you know, but you really should not know? Obviously, for Eddie, it's seventies porn. I mean, we yeah, know that. I feel you like I, I that enough. Oh my! I feel like you I lived, lived through it. it. I feel like I lived through the glory days of of the big muff. I feel like that. I feel like I really did live through that. Like I feel like I partied with John Holmes at Studio Fifty Four. I really yeah. was part of that scene. Maybe that makes sense then. But how are we going to do what he wants us to do? 
How do we send Aaron Rodgers back to 1986? That's true. So flex That's it. <laughs> yeah, we need so, the flux, flux capacitor. capacitor. Yeah. All right. So it's amazing. We built a time machine, right? Let's say this. We figured it out the greatest minds. We built a time machine. We can go back and do anything. Man, that's dog. What we're gonna do with that's it. What we're, Aaron Rodgers, 1986. <laughs> We'll solve all the world's problems. We'll finally find out if he could survive in Chicago. No, what do you mean? We went to war. We had, we had struggles here. We had these horrible illnesses and viruses. No, and- no. Rogers, <laughs> Chicago, dead. 86. It was actually New York, but whatever. Ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, whatever. Eight, the 86 was. was the Giants. 85 was the was Bears. Was the Bears. But 85, 86 <laughs> season. No, all right. But that's what we're doing. So we're not going to go back and kill any of these horrible people. We're no. not going to fix world hunger. Nope. What we're going to do is finally the age-old question. Could they survive <laughs> New York, Meadowlands, 86? We'll find out. Now, of course, you're talking about the quarterbacks. What about the quarterbacks of today, like Zach Wilson? What a game he had. He had four interceptions, three in the first half. I saw every single one of them from my seats as I'm a Jets season ticket holder, and that's exactly what we talked about on Morning Men. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time with Evan Cohen, Babs, and Willie Cologne. Babs, your hot mess of the week. I could take Zach Wilson in my Jets, but who didn't see that coming? Um, you know, three interceptions. Yeah, that, that's almost too easy. <laughs> After the first interception, I turned to this new fan next to me. I said, season's over. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, really. He goes, you know what? Maybe you should shut the F up. <laughs> And they said, maybe you should say fuck. That's just what happened there. Oh, my there. God. You know, Did that really happen? <laughs> yeah. You got to curse Language. out a game. You curse out a game. Was he bigger than you, Babs? No, he's a new guy. He actually got a great chicken sandwich. And I said, what's that? And he goes, now we're talking? I was like, well, where'd you get the chicken sandwich? He had a chicken sandwich with a rugula. It looks like mayonnaise on it, which is he a new. Said, now we're talking. <laughs> well, now, now we're talking. Well, food now brings everyone together. I wish I was yeah. there. I would have probably, we probably would have been. Oh, you probably would have beat oh, up Babs, talk. Willie. We probably me, great. me and Babs would probably be like Heathcliff in the alley. Just rolling around in the upper Why deck. Why are you assuming you would have taken Babs' <laughs> side with this and not the other guy's side? Because the guy sounds like a prick. Babs is just, I mean, first of all, you're a Jets fan. Like? You're basking in, in, in the gloom of what the Jets are doing on the field. He just asks a simple question. You want to be a prick about it? Like Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, as a Jets fan, you that's what you do as Jets fans. You, you always Jets say, the season's together. over. The season's over. Yes, yeah, so what the first quarter, when you say the season's over, the season is over. You'd love my section. Three or four rows back is where all the wives sit. Oh, Do they all so sit in the same section? section. That's, that's, a very, yeah. Yeah. that's a very juicy yeah. section. Oh, you <laughs> that, no, 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 juicy is no kidding. Juicy is in their butts. Oh, yeah. my God. The amount of ass <laughs> like I see at the end. on Monday. Oh, nothing like butt play. <laughs> Not on a Monday. Butt play on a Tuesday. Not on a Monday. <laughs> Not on a Monday. All right. Dude, play the hits. The wags. This is why my father loves going to Jets games. It's the only reason. My dad loves it. He wears his shades so he thinks no one could see his eyes. <laughs> But his tongue's hanging down to the ground. <laughs> that kind of gives it away. So that might be the giveaway. And he has an erection through his sweatpants. So maybe that's a problem, too. But he likes to listen to the game. He's going to these old school Walkman deals. And he's got the dial on it. And he's always he's on the a giant, left. giant headset on. I thought it was an exaggeration. But it looks like those old headsets they wore in the 70s. You know, in an episode of Chips with someone yeah. kind of <laughs> roller skating down the boardwalk <laughs> in California. It's and like air the, traffic control. With the antenna with the, on the side. The giant antenna. He's like. Landing a plane. Holy mackerel. But also, he's like on a delay, which is so annoying because, you know, the play will happen and 15 <laughs> seconds later he reacts. Oh, <laughs> touchdown. Yeah, we know that. Everybody knows. We're all sitting here. Then on the way home, I'm like, yeah, let me put the game on because, you know, obviously we left early. We're listening to the end of the Jets game and my dad's still reacting. Like, I turn, I turn to the right. He's still wearing his headphones. He's wearing these things in the car. The radio is on. You can now take it off. Oh, no, I, I like so, it right here. Why are you leaving games early? You can't leave games early. 
Oh, you always leave games early. Are you kidding early. me? Wait a minute. Nope. I don't know what the I don't know what the traffic situation is in uh, Melbourne, but here in the states, we leave games early, my friend. That's better than getting a win. That's better than watching your team win is beating the traffic. How, how early are we talking? Third Wait, quarter. You leave it during the third quarter? Yeah, during. I left in this game during the third quarter. What's There's the like point three minutes going? to go. <laughs> The point is the atmosphere before, but once you get to the third quarter, it's all about after, and the after is going to be an L. It could be the tightest game. And I mean, I'm not talking playoffs, though. I'm talking regular season, 17-17, mid-fourth quarter, I'm leaving. It's better to be in that car when we win and beat the traffic. That's more of a feeling of, we did it! than when our team actually does it. All right, I want to hear from everybody out there. Triple Eight Mad Dog 6, what's a better win? Free parking <laughs> or getting home early? Come on. Let's I go. need to know. Let's, Let's go. go. I want to hear from you. Christopher Tyler's going to have to answer the calls. I mean, we're doing this live. Let's go. We're the calls, baby. Come on now. In all seriousness, those are two tough ones. If I could get home in one hour after a Jets game, I don't care if they Oh, that's a loss. win. That's the win. I go before, Chris, to eat. Taking the, the scenery. Getting good sun. Game number one, Jets season. Season is great, man. The first half, everyone's alive. That's and then, true. It's and still then optimism. Halftime, and then third quarter, it's time to beat the traffic. <laughs> now, of course, there's so many other things that went on in the National Football League, but Pat McAfee from the Pat McAfee Show really honed in on the Steelers, who lost to the Raiders. But something fascinating happened during that game. How were the Yenzers? Were they loud? They were loud. The Yenzers did their part. I didn't hear about any Yenzers. of that from Roethlisberger. Uh, guy did poop his pants. <laughs> it was awesome. Hey, by the way, it seemed like there was like golf shorts. So that guy does dress up professionally at some point in his life. Yeah. Think about that. And now all of his friends have seen him bare ass. They know it's him. The world doesn't know who that guy is, but their friends know you are a fugue, sir. We saw you bare ass in Heinz Field cleaning out your <laughs> shitty shorts that you dumped all over oh! yourself oh! as soon as TJ Watt came running out of that goddamn tunnel. What a moment. What a place. And I'll tell you what, more like Schittsburg was a classic, classic caption. <laughs> Come on. Who hasn't shit their pants at a football game? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Now, I appreciate that he actually tried to wash it and clean it. I've done it where that's it. That's your outfit of the day. Nah, I never you gotta, thought to do laundry you gotta in the make bathroom. It attempt. You just you throw out your to. underwear. You throw out your underwear. Well, that's it, it. It, I'm so cheap. I would have probably tried to wash the underwear and then take the wet underwear and just kind of hold them the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. I hate, I'm very cheap. Now, if, okay, so if instead of waving through, that towel, you would be waving your, your underwear <laughs> as you're trying to get going. If a water droplet's spinning exactly. in the face. <laughs> Talk about a terrible towel, man. Oh, yeah, my God, man. Whoa, towel. that is terrible. A Yo, giant pair of underwear. <laughs> Go to a Browns game. Maybe that'll work. It'll fit the color. Yeah, but, but it, I mean, if it goes through to the shorts, then you got to wash the whole deal, and then you just got to be in wet, uncomfortable clothes all yeah. day. To be bare-ass... At a public bathroom. Yeah, I would do it. This guy did it. Not a lot of people would do that, though. You, you know how crowded it. those bathrooms are, though? Well, not if you walk around with your, your shorts off <laughs> and your dingling point. hanging out. All of a sudden, you got so much room. <laughs> a lot you of space. Lot of, you got a lot of room. The worst for me was at a Jets game where I was online to go to the porta potty, and the guy in front of me was actually deucing it up, and everybody behind me was like, how long is this guy going to take? And then somebody's like, watch this, and started shaking the porta potty. And so at that point, I'm like, well, I'm not going here.
here. No. Because, I mean, I can't have that. And so I was walking with my dad, and we take a few steps. I'm like, I'm in trouble. I got to go. And I went right in between a Range Rover and a Lexus. And I just pulled my pants down right in the parking lot. And my dad's like, don't worry. I got sheets in the car. My dad would have his sex sheets in the car. Him and uh, Susan, I think. We'd go out. And he took the sheet, and he covered it like a dead body. And I remember when we walked back from the game after we were leaving in the third quarter, I went back to that spot to, you know, sort of, you know, remember and pay tribute. And that sheet was all mangled. People were stepping. Oh, <laughs> they were stepping all over that. Oh. Not exactly ideal. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchik's Morning After is we're going to talk about Rogers. Oh, resting places. Uh, ashes. <laughs> oh. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchik's Morning After. Welcome back to the best hour of radio. You will hear this week. If this is the only hour of radio you will hear this week. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babs. Ah, yes, and welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After as we recap the week that was on Channel 82 with my friends, Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed for now. and then We're changing that to forever. I've, I've made my peace. <laughs> I've made How my peace. Sad. That's for, it, man. I've, I've, I've given forever. up. Forever. We'll do a forever. And then there's Christopher Tyler, producer of Morning After. For now, as bon voyage to Christopher Tyler. He's about to have a baby. We won't hear from him ever again after yeah. this week. Trust me. <laughs> that will be the end of it. But Mazel Tov to you. Yeah. Let's go, Chris. Thank you. So Thank for the you. last time, what is the Christopher Tyler, who's from Australia? Now he's an American. Word or phrase of the week. So this one kind of relates to actually something we were talking about earlier on in the show. What's a five-finger discount? That Stealing. we use here in the States. Yeah, you steal. Good. Yeah. yeah. Finally, we have a universal Way! term. Hey, we no, got no, it. Let, let, let me do a different one. Let me do a different Rosie Palm and her five sisters is different. That's different, Chris. <laughs> that means something completely different. But yes, I think yeah. you that one out. Okay. <laughs> what about what about a Muppet? Eat the Muppets? Muppets? Yeah, the Muppets. Different Muppet. 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 A woman with a muffin top. And sweaty pits. Hmm. Not quite. To me, it feels like a, a bullying term Ooh, in Australia. Is that, is, that a, Ooh, Eddie. is that a weak man or something in that vein? It's close. If you call someone a Muppet, you're calling him an idiot. Well, oh, I was so oh, close. Man. And yeah. the reason why I figured that out, I was staring at Mike and... <laughs> You can I name like him whatever you want. I mean, I heard him referred to as a beanbag chair this week, which I thought was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's described right. himself as a human stress ball. Yes, so Muppet, yes, the thumb seems the to thumb. fall. The thumb, the Muppet, kind of just fell right in line with that. I love that because Eddie was like so right, and Chris was like, "What?" But then he went so wrong. Is that a weak man? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very specific. Well, and weak-minded. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you, Eddie told me something during the break there in this live program. Where are we on soap? Eddie, what are you asking? Are you not using soap oh, anymore when you're yes. showering? Well, where so, are we on soap? <laughs> I did say that. Soap take. Mike, where are you at with soap these days? Where we are. Where <laughs> you would be we? the one person I could ask this question and shower? not be judged. So I shower frequently, mm. more than you do. So my wife says to me, you got to shampoo twice. I'm like, really? I've never done that. I was the guy that actually used to take the shampoo and the conditioner and mix it together in my hand and just use it all at once. So I did the shampoo, first one little dab, wash it out, and then the next little dab of shampoo, it foams up like crazy. So now I'm using all this excess shampoo 
to also soap up with. Okay, so you're washing your body with shampoo, which I think is fine. Like, what is the real difference? It's all I, soap. Come on. It's all, it's all soap. soap. Like, I put in body wash into my hair. And, of course. And my wife's like, you're, you have ran out of shampoo like a month ago. I'm like, yeah, but I was just yeah, using the body whatever. wash. Isn't it all the same? I've gone into a shower and then realized, like, after I step out, I'm like, what is that? And it's me, and I didn't you use any soap. Sometimes they shampoo, just... Shampoo or body soap? You know, I do a lot of deep thinking in the shower. That's like where the deep, dark thoughts are. Or I don't remember if I ever shampooed my hair, and I'm like, my hair's dry. Oh, my God. I forgot. That's actually yeah. happened to me. My order is my body, my <laughs> hair, and then my face, which is very weird because sometimes <laughs> I'll use, like, a washcloth on my body to scrub the zits or, like, to get into my ass crack. Oh, sure. And, but then I realize I'm using that same washcloth on my face. Once it you touches your butthole, <laughs> you probably should keep it away from the other areas of so, your body. So butthole right to rinse, right? And at butthole. Now, as I'm walking through it, I realize I know why I have pink eye all the time. Because I'm using that butthole washcloth. That'll do it. Yeah, that will do it right there. How about Steve Torrey? You know, I, about I'm him? curious about his shower routine. Steve Torrey, host of Mad Dog Daily, and uh, he was all over Aaron Rodgers, the big uh, win. You know, of course, he had the week one loss. Everybody was panicking, and then he came through in week number two. They destroyed the Detroit Lions, who Think they scored it. 17 points at the half. As Eddie <laughs> astutely pointed out to me, their over total points for the game, just the Lions, oh, was 20 God. and a half. Can you imagine if you went to bed at halftime oh my with that God. bet on the line and you woke up and they scored zero points in the second half? You know, I almost came out actually, of retirement. I can't imagine that. <laughs> I actually almost came out of retirement for this game. I called you right while the game was going on. I was all excited. Like, I'm this big genius. I'm like, oh, my God. Do you see the score of this game? Mike, let me tell you something. Do you know yeah. what the total points were for Detroit? Yeah. 20 and a half. This is a layup. Oh, I should have emptied the bank account on this one. Yep. Thank God I didn't. Those are the ones that you remember. Oh, my God. But I did bet the Packers in the over, so I won that bet. And, and thanks to Aaron Rodgers and Steve yeah. Torrey. Here he is breaking down Aaron Rodgers and doing it in the longest possible way. <laughs> All this talk about how, you know, he didn't care and, you know, he's going to have mm. one of these horrendous seasons. I mean, you know, you have to mm. relax a little bit. Mm. Again, if this mm, was week five or week six, I don't think people would have made as much deal about it. But, you know, mm, teams have clunkers. And I'm not saying Green Bay is going to go 13-3 yeah, and three and get back to the NFC Championship. I don't think they're going to because we what just are you discussed saying? how their defense is yeah. bad. But mm -hmm. to knock him like that Maybe just seemed not. a little unfair. And I'm not the biggest Rodgers oh, fan. Oh, he's not. You know, I'm, I'm not. You do the rewind. I mean, oh, I, I appreciate okay. his greatness. Do you but do? I, okay, I understand right, so oh, sorry. where people are coming from sometimes. Okay, there's Steve Torrey. The I, 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 was just, I, I was actually shocked. All right, there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog on. Daily. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve. And I know that, where it comes from, from this offseason, mm. and he pisses a lot of people off. And I he get does. it. That's true. Mm. All right, there's Steve Torrey, Mad Dog Daily. Oh, sorry. My but fault. It is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Are you done? Are you finished? Can I go? Very funny, oh. Michael. Very funny. I heard your dopey little show. You know, you realize I was choking. <laughs> Not that you would care. I couldn't even breathe. I have a, I had a, a peanut M&M. &M. I got lodged in my throat during the break. <laughs> I could just die on the air and you just have a good laugh and play it back. You wouldn't care. I tried to I inhale. Went down the wrong pipe. It's actually a very serious situation, but yeah, that's good. Have a good laugh. I'll just die here on the air. 
You know what would be great, though? <laughs> if that happened, I mean, theoretically, if Tori did die on the air. But that would be great. Well, would, well if, the morning <laughs> after, maybe. I mean, <laughs> The irony would be, the only thing we would hear about is that dumb loop that went off. Ten emails would go out and be like, does anyone know why there was an outage? That's all they'd be worried about. <laughs> Final thoughts would be that. <laughs> uh, what do we do about the outage and somebody pull the Rogers promo? You know we're gonna have to fix we're gonna have to fix this for the replay. Uh, <laughs> I'm worried about the capture. Aaron Jones with four touchdowns oh, in that game. What a night! What a what a night! But actually, very interesting. And now I guess on theme is that he was actually rocking a chain with his father's ashes in it, and he hmm. lost the chain on Monday Night Football. He actually recovered the chain later on, trainer, groundskeeper. Somebody got it back to him. But before we knew that, we talked about it on Morning Men with Evan, Babs, and Willie Colon. The problem with the ashes is you got to go back and find it. It's your dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not one of them things where you can say, oh, I chalk it up. You know, it, it is what it is. This you got to kind of, after the game, now say, hey, dad. Uh, I know you're around here somewhere. My Give me bad. a sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh like, God, it's 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 a, it's a tough one. So I mm. I'm struggling with the fact that he even did it. You know, usually a guy gets a tattoo. Usually to play with your dad's ashes is, is, is it seems a bit much. I would have to after the game, I have to pay some uh some rookies. Be like, hey, won't you come outside with me? Let's go find dad. But yeah. here's the thing: <laughs> if you have the ashes dad. in a necklace, that means that the necklace can open. <laughs> because how would you get the ashes in there, right? Your cross well, cannot you open. Know if it's it could sealed break, in but, any way. It uh, be but sealed. It, it, but yeah. still, yeah. ashes in a necklace on a football field as a running back, which means guys are going to be grabbing you all day long. If Aaron Jones is running with these ashes and you, they can be opened, there would be a dust cloud behind him, which would be actually a great way. <laughs> pig, pig if pen. there's a defender coming close, open up your chain, the dust of your father. That's my dad! It would clear him right in the face. They... Pff, pff, Oh, God, I'm spinning out of Mr. Jones, which would be very odd. So that might be a good way to do it. But the question is, are there other ashes of his father? Was all the ashes oh, put in his chain? There it is. Was this just his arm, his leg, you know, whatever oh it was, God. just a little bit of the ashes? Or are there more ashes that he could refill his chain? And then you don't have to really search like crazy. It's not like you lost full dad. You're getting dad. Dad's back at the house with just one leg now. Thank God you saved it. You saved the clip. You hit the obvious question. If you've ever seen ashes, it usually fills <laughs> up a pretty good bag yeah. in a pretty good sized little box. He would have to break out the flavor flavor clock to fit all the ashes <laughs> in it. That's so you're rock. right. It was just a little sample. It was like a, a good sized rail of Coke. That's what he had. <laughs> oh. oh, that sounds like a good time. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so just a little bit. I could see why I still want to get it back. You know, you Sentimental, I get it. See, like, if I found that, my first call is to Aaron Jones. Hey, Aaron, I found it. I got your chain. I got daddy. How much oh, is daddy course. worth? What's it worth to you? I want $1 million by end of business day. Or he gets it. <laughs> or he, he gets <laughs> He goes to the toilet. It's a big old wow. flush That's for sick. Mr. Jones. And if That's not, sick. I'll just hold on to it. I'll keep it. Maybe I would keep it. And, like, you know, somebody walks in the house and be like, yeah, you want to see some memorabilia? Yeah, I got a uh, Bernie Williams signed baseball over there, and I got a uh, <laughs> I got a Paul O'Neill uh, signed glove, and, uh, oh, there's Aaron Jones' daddy in the chain. You know what would be better than that? You play cool, right? You go, you know what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. I'll give it to you for free. I've got to be part of the entourage. Uh. I've got to hang out with you. I've got to be your boy. I've got to be part of this, this crew. <laughs> so you, and wow. then for the rest of your life, you're living in luxury. You're hanging around beautiful women. You're going to VIP suites in, in clubs, sipping on expensive champagne. That $1 million that you're asking for, Babs, how's that, how, how long is that going to last you? 
Uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait, hold on a minute. A million dollars in a, in a bab check. That's that's life changer right there. Actually, that's true. I think, you know, <laughs> I, 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 and I still wouldn't pay $50 to still. park at an event. I'm not a paid parking guy. <laughs> right, so if you're not going to use it as much as you probably should, then, then how are you going to enjoy it? This yeah, is I a won't. man that enjoys nothing. I will enjoy so knowing one of a million dollars. Could knowing that I have it in the bank. That's it. He just likes the idea of it more than idea. actually using it's it. It's boring. At his core, he's he's just an idea of something guy. Yeah. He likes the yeah. idea of being married, but he hates being married. He likes the idea <laughs> yep. of having three kids, yep. but really doesn't love the kids, although he's pretty close with Billy. He loves the idea of stock options, but he'll never exercise them. He loves <laughs> he's just he loves he just loves to oh know that God. it's there, but he just he will never pull the trigger. I would still, you know, coupons, two for one deals, you know, the five finger discounts and all that. It would still all happen. But it would be great to know that I have that money in the bank, just in case. Yeah. Just, just in case. case. Just in case. case. Just in, in case, case never comes. Just yeah. in case never comes and you're dead and Beth enjoys it and the kids are taken care of. Well, that, if I knew I, if they said you got six months to live, I'll spend every penny. I don't every believe dollar. you. Every dollar. I don't <laughs> believe you. I'll try to. Every massage parlor in the East Coast, I'll visit. I, I, would, I do I would not believe crazy. you. If you guys were cremated and everything, where would you want you? What is it? Spray your ashes? Yeah. Where would you want spray, me to do that? Spread them. Spread them. Spread them. Spray. <laughs> uh, I put them in a squeeze bottle and I start spraying. <laughs> your ashes. Spray them. Eddie, I could do it at the studios or at like dog oh, houses. Would that be a great place? Final no, resting spot. Uh, that, I, I I don't want my final resting spot anywhere or anything to do with dog or radio. So that that would be my one wish. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing to do with that. I love I love being near a pool. I'm a pool guy. I love and it's funny because I don't love the summer, but I love the pool. The idea. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the idea of a pool. Just take me to your pool and just sprinkle me into the cracks of your broken pavement. That's oh, fine. that's good. I could fill it up actually a little bit. You know, I'll mix it with some glue. Just I fill was me thinking in. about I was gonna put it in a golf club or a golf ball and give it to Mad Dog and. You could be with Mad Dog, you know, for the rest of time. Oh, God. And Dog's using his member member. He's playing with oh, Eddie. God. <laughs> with God. W. Arwell. Oh, my God. I don't think there's anything worse. Like, I'm thinking, like, Cancun spring break, you know, where they filmed all the... I'm taking Boston Cancun. No, no, man. Where they yeah, filmed so all the I. Girls Gone so Wild. I. Where did they film those, the Girls Gone Wild? Dead Island. Of course, you know, knowing me, if something would go wrong. We'd pick the wrong island. San Padre Island, and in, in, uh, there's one in Texas where they did... Uh, I think those were the Nebraska co-eds, actually. Never mind. That wasn't, that wasn't <laughs> Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> so that's what I mean. I, I can't leave Eddie in charge. He's going to spread my ashes in Nebraska. Oh, my God. That would be awful. I, I don't want that. <laughs> now, JT the Brick was all over that Monday night football game as well. And apparently, you know, the Lions fans out there were pretty pissed because hmm. he got a call. A Lions fan lost some cash. Why the hell did you bet on the Lions? Here's JT the Brick talking about Lions QB Jared Goff. So Jared Goff is doing what most Detroit quarterbacks do in this rivalry. He is folding. Detroit, why <laughs> even take this trip anymore? I mean, how long is it going to take for Detroit to be competitive at Lambeau Field? Betting on Detroit to win at Green Bay. Is the most ridiculous bet maybe in all sports. It is. Now, <laughs> betting on them to cover is a different thing. Betting on them to win outright is amazing. Goff just threw an interception. He was rolling right. He threw a terrible ball. Oh, my God, Goff. And he got planted when he threw it. Peyton Manning, Pat McAfee, Eli Manning now just shaking their heads on the Peyton Eli broadcast. And that's it. For Jared Goff. Betting on the Lions is, is just as dumb as betting on the Jets. There are certain teams where you just, you can't do it. You can't do it. The Browns have turned things around. You can bet on the Browns. We all know the teams, so you can't do that. The Manning brothers on Monday Night Football, by the way, uh, JT the Brick hit on it there. They are everything. 
I end up, I'm watching them, but I, then I realize I'm not watching the game, which is fine. I think I'm okay with that. But when the Manning broadcasts, I want them to actually be bigger. They should take up more of the screen, <laughs> not less. I want 75% Manning brothers, 25% with the game. Wow, I've turned it. I've turned into dog on this one. I've tried to watch Uh-oh. it the last the last two weeks. Oh no! And I just I can't get into it. I think it's a great idea. It's kind of like you know mystery science theater when they sit and watch it. You know, maybe yeah. if they did it that way, I could actually enjoy it more. If you put them three across, turned off the sound of the game, and just let me actually see the game with them commenting on it, I think that would work for me. You have turned into dog. Ah, uh, you know, they're not in the same location. We need them all together. No, I don't uh, care about watching the game. No, you just said three. You said three. Let the game breathe. I want to hear. I actually do need to know what's going on in the game. Wait a minute. I've just revolutionized the whole thing. I just did it. Boom. Boom. Just came to me. Boom. Mystery science theater style. <laughs> the game on a giant screen. I mean, movie theater size. And then whoever they have is their guest in the middle. So you're saying, you know, mystery <laughs> science theater, like playing clips and like talking over them and commenting on them. Yes. Would work, right? That would work for you. That's a yes. system. You describe this program that you're on. Oh. That's what this show is. And it isn't working. So we got to redo it. You know why? Because I'm facing forward and I can see your face. We all have to turn around. Everyone turn around. Backs backs of the heads. That's it. Back of the heads. Back of the heads. I don't like when they get guests in because then it becomes too much like a a TV show or a radio show. I watch it until they get their first guest on and then I flip it over. Wait, I was actually going to have Gronk join us on the Zoom for segment three. But Christopher Tyler said... That's not his formula, and he's just not into it. So we'll just continue to break down the game. (laughs) Oh, we got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Babchuk's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about torture, Mm. parties, oh, hair. Yeah. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchuk's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchuk's Morning After. He's the reason why the pill was invented. Just ask his parents. Ooh. Back to everyone's oh. favorite regret, mm. Mike Babchick. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 82. And, of course, download, subscribe, follow anywhere. Anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere. Right. Babchick's Morning After. Anywhere you get your podcast. There's Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed forever. And then there's Christopher Tyler, the producer of Morning After. Literally for now, his last segment on oh. Babchick's Morning After. And he doesn't seem bothered by that in the least. Strange, well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I wonder a, why. A little weird. Mad Dog Chris Russo, he's a little strange. <laughs> he's a little Jeez. weird. This is how he started his show. I believe this was Monday's show, correct, Eddie? That's Monday's program. Here is Mad Dog Chris Russo starting up his show on Mad Dog Unleashed. Good weekend for those of us who like to root against Steve Torrey. Indiana loses to huh? Cincinnati. I think Colorado <laughs> lost, if you care. Uh, he's a Buffalo fan, and the Yankees have wow. collapsed. So it's an excellent weekend. If you uh, live your weekend by rooting Sicko. for teams that Steve likes, you had a nice one sick, as far sick, as the 20th individual. day of September uh, is concerned. What? He started so the whole weekend, so just sick. went down. NFL Week 2 in the books. We're almost there. <laughs> This huge day for Sports Talk Radio on a football Monday. And all he's thinking about was, wow, all of Tory's teams lost. And isn't that great? This guy just roots for the pain and suffering of Steve Tory. So disturbing. Very, very, very (laughs) awesome. (laughs) I think he's pretty great. A very Uh, sick person, though, that can just take so much pleasure in other people's pain. Even if it's, and it's not only sports related, ah. you know? Because it could be, you know, it could be serious things that he'll he will joke about. You know, yeah. you, Chris Chris will tell you, you know, 
he'll come to me and be like, oh, how, you know, how was the weekend? And I'll have had an issue at home and, you know, maybe something with one of my kids. And then later in the day, and oh, Eddie. You got all kinds of problems at home with your kids and the oh, wife. And, yeah. you, know, you know, Chris, listen, me and my wife were thinking about getting a separation. Oh, that's terrible. Later mm. on the day. And Eddie, whoa, boy, the problems <laughs> with the wife. They, they, it looks like that's over. He just takes so much glee in and other people's the shot misery. Is strong with him. And then if you if you ever do the same with him, he goes, "Oh, you're nasty. <laughs> uh, you're cranky. That's what you are. You're cranky." Hey, Chris, I was in a car accident uh, yesterday. <laughs> are you okay? No, I'm totally fine. Oh, then why'd you tell me? <laughs> but oh, if no, you said, could you imagine that, Steve? Chris, I was in an accident. I don't want to really talk about this. I was in an accident yesterday. Uh, both legs amputated. I'm alive, though. I'm happy to be. Yeah. You know, dog goes on the air at three o'clock. Steve Torrey with a rough weekend. Oh, whoa. <laughs> he won't be, he won't, no, no more softball for him. Uh, I lost both my legs in a, in a tractor trailer accident. Uh, oh, that's, that's too bad, Steve. All right, here we are. Start up on a Monday there with, I'll tell you, rough weekend if you want Torrey to walk. Oh, boy, I'll tell you, if you're into Steve Torrey moving, I mean, oh, man, that's a rough one for you. I've had a great time with it. This guy now is crawling. It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, no man. more legs for Steve Torrey. Anyway, we got to talk about the wide world of sports here. Two-way talk telephone number. Triple eight, Mad Dog 6. Triple eight, Mad Dog 6. Torrey, can't walk. No more. No more legs. I'm getting goofy. Goofy? I just lost my legs, you <laughs> idiot. Goofy. You know, I got goofy um, over the weekend as Scott Messina, our producer, on Morning Men, threw a party. But where did he throw the party <laughs> is the question. Listen to Morning Men with Evan, Babs, and Willie Colon. Weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time as we broke this down. Uh, your last trend is that you would have Scott Messina, uh, one of the producers of this show, his birthday Oof. party at your house on that Saturday. How did that go? Yeah, Scotty Moose asked me, um, you know, if he could have a couple people over. And, you know, of course I say yes. I say yes to everything. So no problem. But then I got a text on a Saturday morning from his fiance that said, I've scoured through Scott's phone. He doesn't know this. Can I come early and set up decorations? And I said, oh, I didn't realize it was that type of party. <laughs> She's like, no, just a few things. No problem. She shows up with one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. With huge bombs, all right? Bombs McGee just walked in to climb things and hang things. Wow. Dump them so out. I, I, Dump I can't out. even breathe at this point. I, I couldn't believe what just walked into my backyard. Oh. Young, ripe, ready, single, Firm. beautiful, so hot. And sweaty, because it was a very hot day. It was humid. But I realized at this point, <laughs> we got some problems, because there was decorations. There was the 30 balloons. You know, he turns 30. There was balloons all over the place. She spent hundreds of dollars and is now decorating a birthday party. My wife was out with my son. <laughs> So uh, she wasn't home, and she also thought that it was going to be people over. I finally did tell her Saturday morning, but I said it would only be like five or six. Now, Scott's fiance, when I asked, what's the head count anyway? It's a lot of balloons. Oh, we got about 25 people. <laughs> 25 people. Okay. All right. This is going to be interesting. Wow. My wife walked in as I was holding a stepladder with a girl with double D boobs resting on my, my head. She walked in. She sees all these decorations. She goes, what the hell's going on? Ah, oh, they're just setting up a few things. She slams the door. Now I got a prom. Now, they left to go pick up Scott. They're coming back in an hour. I, I talked to my wife. I calmed her down. Again, I said it would be like, you know, 15, 20 people. At 3.30, 25 people walked into the backyard. <laughs> so, yeah. And I told my wife, they'll all be gone by 7. But then, you know, we start drinking. And then, you know, so I invited some people uh, in the neighborhood to come on custom. over as well. Next thing you know, we have uh, 50 people in my backyard. 
at oh 8 o'clock. That's a party. At night. Especially this one, Bombs McGee, who of course I was bonding with because I'm very friendly. I don't want to be rude. I saw the photos. So, and, yeah, all she kept talking about was how everything on her is wet. I, 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 my wife doesn't talk like that. <laughs> my wife's the Sahara Desert, so this is pretty good. Why don't you jump in the pool to cool off? I couldn't get her in the pool. I did have one of Scott's friends was in the pool with my daughter for an hour just doing laps. That was a little weird. I tried to kick everybody out because my wife said so, but there's a lot of cool people there. So I, I was like, you know what? All you guys over there can get out of here. But I like Gabe. Gabe's a fun guy. We played cornhole. At 8.30, my wife turned off all the lights, slammed doors, and started cursing at me and made sure that everybody had to leave. And everybody did run away scared. I mean, I was under attack. There was bombs everywhere. It was, it was unbelievable. I felt young again. But the girls were way too hot, especially the one that I was talking to. That's a problem. But I knew as soon as she walked in, I said, all right, my wife's going to hate me. And that's why I slept on the couch. <laughs> the end. And there's this guy was seeing a birthday party wow. for you. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was, it was trouble. You know, I was playing beer pong at one point with this girl, and I was saying, hey, the loser has got to jump in the pool topless. <laughs> and he, he probably said that too loud, and, that, and that's really what set off my wife. When will that ever happen again? Actually, this weekend is when it's going to happen. Tonight is when it's going to happen. You did not oversell that one bit, man. Oh, my goodness. No. By the way, you missed an important little nugget in that clip. She scoured Scott's phone. How does she have access to his phone? What man man allows access, even if he's not doing anything? Christopher Tyler, you're raising your hand. Are, Are you that man? Yeah. Oh, wow. No. Wow. Really know. And she knows your passcode? Wow. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. It's she... only backfired once. <laughs> See? All it takes is one. What was the backfire? She you saw proved one, my your, point. Your, your porn sites? She was looking through your browsing yeah. history? Yeah. yeah. So she gets the phone, and wow. she actually does a Goes search. Goes right for the browsing history. She's looking exactly. Oh, now, what do you do now? You're on private browsing, or you make sure to delete at all times? Firstly, she, she doesn't care, which is why sure I'm she doesn't. too, too careful. Yeah, sure she doesn't. Um, she does. She really doesn't. Sure she doesn't. They don't care. Till they <laughs> yeah, care. Sure she doesn't. But now I've gotten into the habit of every time, sure every time you know, I'm finished watching the video, then you got to go back to Google and. Oh, oh man! man. What? You know what? You just want to go to bed. Yeah, I don't even clean up. I'm so tired. Now you're doing all this digital searching and swapping and it's deleting. one button. That's a lot of work. It takes an extra three seconds. It's too much work. No passcodes. You can never share the passcodes. They're gonna find he wipes something. the phone. It could be a text from a friend with like you see how hard that girl is and it's, just, it's over anything this scouring but oh. scott and his fiance they're not even married yet this is young love and so she was allowed to go oh. in there and scour it and found God. my number if she read my text messages i mean I, I i'll never be allowed to hang out with scott again <laughs> if my wife saw what eddie erickson and i sent to each other that would be the end even though my wife will actually never leave me i've learned that now this weekend more than ever. She will never <laughs> leave me. If you don't leave me for this, you're never going to leave me. All right, let's get to the uh, mess of the week this week. Usually it's Mad Dog Chris Russo. But, you know, we had a conversation on Morning Men about Mark Davis's hair, which is a mess. Listen to this, courtesy of Morning Men, Evan, Babs, Willie. Put a picture of my son, Billy Babs. Everybody's making fun of his hair, saying, like, it's you awful. know, he's got to get a haircut. It's awful, he's right? He's got to get a haircut. There's a reason, though. You know, hmm. my father's Poor got Billy. a superstition that you can't cut the hair until you're three years old. And if you do, you don't grow. And that's why he claims I'm not 5'9". 
He says I'm five five <laughs> because my mother cut my hair before three. I'm an advocate of letting kids' hair just grow wild until you have to. Well, I'm absolutely. Gonna, I'm give you a little bit more context on Babs's kid, though. His hair is in his face where he can't see. His clothing, every <laughs> no, it's piece not. Of clothing is too big on him. It is because of the fact they refuse. Well, the clothing's to buy clothing a little big. The kid because he just wears <laughs> hand me down from yeah. his brother and sister, which hand me downs in general. I've actually never seen them in clothes. It's usually just a diaper. Take right. hand me downs for kids because they grow by grow the out of it. Uh, Jeff Bezos should take hand me downs. So it's not about money in this spot. But his kid is literally, you would think he's like kid in play or like crisscross with how big his pants are and his shirt is. I genuinely Bab, feel badly for this kid. Man. No, person. no, no. Look, if I cut his hair, what? if I cut little Billy Babs's hair, and by the way, the hand-me-downs is the way to go. We've saved every piece of clothing. We'll never buy him a new piece of clothes, and we'll never buy him a toy because he likes to play with pots and cardboard boxes. <laughs> so that's it. Right. But if I was going to get a, a haircut, thing. I will give him the Mark Davis haircut. I'll put the bowl <laughs> over his head and cut it around. Otherwise, I'm not cutting his hair until he's three because I, I want to be in the will. And my father would kick me out of the will, and, you know, of course he won't grow. And so we can't have that. Do you yeah. remember when the dog mess of the week was less than 10 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's revisit that. <laughs> I want to go back. Oh, oh, Chris. oh, what a way to end it, man. That's it for Chris Tyler, man. But uh, superstitions are real. Don't be stepping over your children and don't cut their hair before three. Otherwise, they won't grow to five nine. It's got nothing to do with tiny parents. My mom is five feet tall, but it had nothing to do with it. I am five, five and a half because... Ooh. And a half, they cut my hair. Hey, Chris, for the last time, let's ask Steve Torrey, at least for you. How was morning after this week, Steve? I'm not even sure I know. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> so that's, uh, we, we made it. Oh. Yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Woo. Torrey coming at you here on Nantuck <laughs> Sports Radio. Oh, yes, another episode of Mike Babchuk's Morning After in the Books for Eddie Erickson and for the great Christopher Tyler. What a job he did, as he will, of course, cherish these memories for the next maybe two or three minutes and then forget he was ever yeah, on this I'd, program. I'd love to say I'll miss you guys. But I, I won't. I don't, <laughs> right. I can, I don't yeah. blame you. Right. <laughs> and for the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC, that's a big fan club. They listen on the bowl. Nice foul is their leader and tells me that not only Angie's listening right now from uh, Scotland, but Dex Morgan gets his first flush of the TBC. Don't forget wow. to download Subscribe and follow Babchick's Morning After anywhere, anywhere you get your podcast. Anywhere? Chris, make sure, download, subscribe so you could listen or not when you're gone. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.